Okay, I'm live. <laughs> Hi, everybody. My name is Lexi. Um, I honestly don't know why I decided to start a podcast. I just always like to talk to people. And I think... Oh, sorry, my cat. <laughs> I think this is a good way to kind of interact. And even if no one sees this, it's always very nice to, like, look back at this and, like, realise how cringy I was. So I have a few... St- like topics written down and i just want to touch base on those with you guys today if that's okay with you so um i'm gonna start off a very i'm not even sure what the word is i'm just gonna go right into it you know so the first thing i want to touch base on is um my alopecia so i have alopecia and it's basically an autoimmune disease where you lose hair. There aren't any side effects towards the losing hair. But, um, yeah, so I have alopecia. I've lost my hair. And I'm just going to kind of go through with you, like, my journey and my day-to-day life um, with having alopecia. So it all started when I was around seven or six. And my mom noticed a a small little bald patch in the back of my head and she took me to the doctor and that's where I got diagnosed with alopecia so they gave me topical treatment and at first it was getting better but then as soon as it was getting better it just all of a sudden became very bad and so over the past few years I've been doing a lot of treatments um, and different things to I I suppose, help with my alopecia. Um, You know, we've travelled all over the world um, to try find these new cures. We've tested so many, like, um, I suppose, like, remedies and medicines to help me. Um, It's been a very tough journey for me, definitely, because something that I will always remember was I just always felt so isolated from everyone i was around six seven and i only really and i locked and i only really got my hair back when i was 11 um and yeah i remember like those years are very important for you um i mean that's when you first have your sleepover that's when you i don't know like that's that's when you kind of grow and figure out yourself and for me I always had to conceal myself because I was always so scared of what people would say to me. Um, and I always remember my friend one time had this birthday sleepover and there was a braid bar. She got people to come up for braid bar, but I didn't go because I couldn't go. Like It was very embarrassing. I used to wear a hat and a beanie to school every day. Even if it was very boiling hot at school, I'd sweat through my beanie and I wouldn't be able to take it off because I'd just be like like I'd just be very I'd feel very self-conscious and I have and I've and I had no self-esteem nor any courage and I was in a very dark place and I think at the time I didn't really realize what a dark place was but I just was living in it and I'd see everyone like and I just always feel so isolated from everyone even though they'd be I've got you I support you I'm always going to be here for you 
it just didn't feel the same. So, um, as I mentioned, I've been on so many different treatments. I've done head injections, cortisone head injections. I take oral tablets. I've done anything you can think of in the book. I've probably done it. I've travelled all over the world to New York, like Vermont, all places, just to um, kind of find out these new medicines. And I've always struggled with my weight and my body type. Um, I think on my alopecia, I didn't have kind of an outlet, so kind of eating made me feel better, and it kind of was something that was normalised for me because everybody um, ate food. And so I took that and I took it excessively. So um, I've always had a problem with food and um, I've struggled with weight loss and losing weight and, and, you know, it's been a very, very hard journey. So I think I had to grow up very very young and I had to see the world in so many different angles that most kids my age will never ever see I've been bullied I've been bullied on social media like name it I've I just think um I've just had seen the world in a very hard place in a very hard time and although I'm very privileged I'm very very thankful for my family because they've been with me for the whole step of the way I've just always felt very alone um, and nothing really confided in me with that. Like my mom, like my parents did try their hardest to make me feel somewhat at peace, but it was never fulfilled and it won't ever be fulfilled because I always feel isolated. I felt isolated from a very young age and it's something that I've learned to deal with. So um, there was a point in my life where I have been bullied and I was getting severely bullied um, verbally and I was very, I was in a very bad place as I mentioned. So I've moved schools, I don't know how many times, like three or four times. And recently my hair's been all right. I take medication every day. I've been, I have to take it every day or else my hair will fall out. I take cortisone injections in my scalp to stimulate the hair growth and the hair follicles. Um, and I was living in the United Kingdom, the UK, as we call it. Um, and I was having a very hard time in the UK. I didn't have any friend. I was finding school hard. I was, it was very, very difficult for me. So what supposedly happened was my mom and my mom and dad both come from South Africa, so they once they said to me, they said to me, this is this is during COVID, of course. Um, okay, Lexi, um, we're gonna go to, because there was a lockdown in the UK, so we're gonna go to South Africa, just before the lockdown, and we'll come home in January or February. Okay, fine, great as that. I was excited to get a new, like start a new page, kind of start fresh, um, and I wanted a bit of a break. You know, I needed a time out because. My mental health was struggling. <laughs> anyway, so we went there and my mum falls in love with it and my sister and my brother. And I get told one day, oh, uh, Lexi, we're going to move here. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was out of the blue. Um, my parents always said how 
South Africa, there's a lot of crime in it and crime there. And they've always kind of put the downsides. But now thinking of it, the school system here and the education and the lifestyle itself is a lot better than the, the, the United Kingdom provides. So the United, like, UK school systems um, very very challenging it's all a losing game there's so many as the schools there's so many children and so little place for kids to go and it was just a very unsupportive environment like if you were considered to get less than a 70 percent you'd be classified as dumb and so the education system there was very toxic and it wasn't nurturing and supportive of the kids so once we moved here um, my sister and my brother both struggle with um, learning, like, disabilities. Nothing too serious, but they both suffer with um, dyslexia and so on. So, um, right off the bat, our school provided us, provided us with immense help, um, whether it's school or whether it's um, tutoring or like just help in general and it's very more nurturing here i mean it feels very much more like a family in the uk there was there's a very big jewish community there and it almost feels as if lots of the time people are rivaling with each other and you find a lot of the same people who want the same thing for their children um but in south africa there's one in cape town there's one big school that most of the jewish people go to and if you don't go to that, then there's other other schools like Saks, Camps Bay, and other and other schools. So I go to a Jewish school, and that's where most of the Jewish people are. And you learn about the people who are in a, your community, and that's very, as well, very kind of comforting to know that you know everybody there. So um, as I mentioned, I moved here, and it was a very big shock for me. I was having a hard time in the UK, but at no means did I want to move here i mean i was watching like I, I i've seen so many th- bad things about cape town and i only looked at the cons like i wouldn't be able to walk around with my friends anymore in the high street nor would i be able to feel like as safe as i would expect to be in the uk and i'm not saying that the uk is safe because literally in my area there's multiple robbings burglarings stabbings and so on so I was very, very hesitant at first, um, and I'm not going to lie to you, it was extremely difficult. I had a very hard time, and I still am, having a very, very hard time settling in. And the other thing that was very unsettling as well was the fact that my brother and sister and mom were all having an amazing time here. They've all made so many friends. They've all thrived here. And me, I was just kind of the odd one out. Um, I was having a very hard time here with friends. My dad still lives in the UK because um, that's where his work is and he can't move anywhere else. But I think my parents did it for a, more of a lifestyle change. I mean, London London was getting to the point where it was just being ve- getting very miserable. Um, and I think we needed a lifestyle change and that's what my parents wanted. But um, I think the way that it happened, it really confused me and I felt very unassured it was a very scary time and it still is during covid and everything's kind of unknown here um and i have had a very hard time i won't lie to i've had, had a very hard time settling in 
And I'm not saying it's going to get easier or it's going to get harder. I don't know what to expect. And that's the thing that scares me. In London, although I was miserable, I had a routine. And I'm not saying that I don't have a routine here because I do. But there's a lot more opportunity here, which scares me. And there's a lot more freedom here as well. And I'm, I've never been really subjected to freedom at school. So um, there's a lot of significant changes. My brother made friends instantly because he's young. And my sister met friends from camp. And they were, it was all starting to click for them. But for me, I was the one who was just left by themselves. Uh, I, I didn't really know anyone. The girls weren't particularly nice, nor were the boys. I was having an extremely hard time. I didn't know what to expect. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen the world in so many ways and I'm, not very, I'm, I'm still not sure what to expect um, here. Sorry, that's my cat. I'm still not very sure what to expect or what to ask for or what to kind of know. These people have also been together for their whole lives. Their moms are friends. They've been growing up. The moms have been growing up to each other, which their moms have been best friends and which everybody has a link to each other. And that's something that the UK doesn't provide for you. Everyone, you don't know whose parents are whose. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing because you also need to branch out. But um, here there's a lot more... There's a lot more kind of community vibes i i suppose all these people have known each other since grade school and and i just feel very alone um and i still do i don't feel like i fit in at all um and then i'm also gonna that's basically my school journey journey uh so far and this is kind of gonna be like kind of a video diary not a video a kind of a diary to keep track of kind of what I'm feeling inside. So right now, the feeling of uncertainty and unknown does kind of daunt me because I we no, I don't know what's going to happen, whether it's with COVID or with schools or with friends. I mean, it's a new page. It's a new page every day. Um, and yeah, and now I'm going to move on to a different subject. And this is kind of going to be a light, not a, like a very light subject because... Um, I've also wanted to touch base with you guys on reading. So I used to be a very big reader. I read my way through primary school to... to I've read a lot. <laughs> I'm not sure any other examples, but I did read a lot. And I'm very into history and uh, journaling and English. And that's something that I'm very passionate about. I've always liked to read. I've always liked to learn about history um, and... I've loved to write. I love to write anything really, descriptive poems, um, paragraph stories. I'm quite a very fond, I'm very fond of writing. Um, and so recently I've been getting back into reading and there's this new book that I'm reading, which I think so far is so brilliant. It's called We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. And it's by, oh, what? Yeah, so E. Lockhart and... Um, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm not really sure what genre it, genre it is. I'll read you guys the blab. So, hold on. I just got locked out of my device. Okay. Um, we were liars. We are beautiful and privileged. We are cracked and broken. A tale of love, romance, and a tale of tragedy. Which are lies and which are the truth? You decide. And some uh, kind of feedbacks would be... 
from The Guardian, which is, this is a cunning, clever and absolutely gripping novel, full of surprises, full of surprises, which sent me straight back to its first page as soon as I reached the last. And then uh, The Cosmopolitan wrote a beautifully written, written, uh, sorry, I'm getting tongue twisted, a beautifully written page turner. And John Green, um, who was the best-selling author of The Fault in Our Stars, said, Thrilling, beautiful, and blistering, blisteringly smart. We Were Lies is utterly unforgettable. So, so far, I am on page 37, and I started last night. Yeah, last night. I'm really enjoying it so far. I think it's got a lot of detail, and it's not boring, like lots of beginning of books are, and I'm really enjoying it. I am also reading one called Sassy, but I am getting quite bored of it. Um, it just kind of drags on. And that the writer is by Madeline Miller, who is also the writer by The Song of Achilles, which I'm yet to read. I have so many book suggestions and things to read. Um, let me know if you would like me to kind of tell you them, because I would be open to. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I've been doing recently. I've been into reading... Um, I'm trying to settle in as best I can, but I also feel like the black duckling, because everyone here is very different, um, and I'm very unhappy with myself, um, look-wise, it was very hard for me to kind of communicate with people, because I always feel very, like I mentioned, isolated and very different from the rest, so slowly by surely, I think I will start to settle in, something that does scare me is that my dad is going back to London, and me and my dad have had a, wouldn't say hard relationship, but we love, we're very, very close with each other. So we, lots of the time, our um, personalities clash. So, and I love my dad dearly. And if dad, you're watching this, I do love you very much. And, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm scared for that because I confine in my dad a lot. And just the thought of having my dad with me makes me feel a lot better. And I feel so safe with my dad and not saying that I don't with my mum me and my mum are utterly utterly close but um I suppose I'm just very scared what life would be be like without him I mean I've been raised 13 years with my whole family and we're in a different place now and I'm not with my dad and it is hard because I I do love my family very much um but anyway I'm slowly gonna figure it out I hope um, and maybe you guys can stick along for the journey. Let me know.